0: an evaluation of Mastodon, the new third-party clients, and more. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is a fleet visibility solution for Mac, Windows, and Linux that can help you securely scale your business. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, during the Mac Voices Live shows on and off camera and in just general conversation, two of our Mac Voices panelists have talked about their experiments and research with some of the Mastodon clients. Since we're all looking at possible alternatives to Twitter, just in case, or maybe just by choice that you want to move off Twitter, I thought it'd be a good idea to get them together, ask if they would share some of what they've discovered or what their preferences are, and may help you make at least a little bit better informed decision, because everything right now is really new when it comes to Mastodon. So first up, Mr. Eric Bolden is here. Eric, great to have you. Thanks for being
1: here. Hello. Great to be here. And to Mr.
0: It. Jeff oh sorry. Oh, yeah. Don't no, just yeah. looking for
1: <laughs> a nice topic.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am too. I am too. Um Jeff Gambit is here as well, um who has been experimenting with well, Jeff is always experimenting with everything, so Jeff, it's a I I roll.
2: You. It, Jeff, it's it's always great to get to hang out with you. And Eric, <laughs> I, I feel uh, uh like this is a special treat for me because usually I get to see you only once a week, <laughs> an extra bonus. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. And again, I you know I know a couple of folks have been have talked about that they use a client, but you two have been pretty open about the fact that you've been looking at a bunch of them, and experimenting and mm-hmm. trying to decide what you like or what you don't like. So, I you know there are a lot of places we could start, but I, how about if we just start with the basics, um, and that is mm-hmm. um, iOS or Mac. Mm-hmm. What are you what are your primary use cases for Mastodon and what um which platforms are you
1: are you focusing on? Eric, do you want to start us? Um I primarily focused on iOS. And it's because I want something that works wherever I happen to be sitting or walking or standing or whatever. I want something to use if I'm at a conference, I want something to use Uh, Just for browsing, um, you know, if I'm done reading a book, I want to look at something online. I'm not going to get up and go walk over to the computer. I'm going to sit and just call something up on the phone or check something over lunch. So for me, it was iOS. Um, I do want to be able to check from iPad and from macOS, um, but I found I have different solutions, and primarily it's on iOS.
0: Okay. Jeff, how about you? Are you uh, focusing on the Mac side or the iOS side, or trying to do both? Yes.
2: <laughs> okay, um, I, I'm across the board. I'm experimenting on Mac OS, iOS, and iPad OS, and uh, it it's interesting because there are different options depending on what platform you are uh, uh, testing on. So, yeah, I I'm across the board.
0: Um it might be interesting just to, as some kind of baseline if there is such a thing for this. Um what Jeff what was your preferred Twitter client on Mac or
2: and or iOS? My preferred Twitter client was Tweetbot. Um and uh, close second was Twitterific. Okay. Eric that how was about on you? all platforms. Oh. okay.
1: Um, I ended up with either the web or the Twitter default client. Uh, there was a hiccup at one point where a bunch of the third party clients weren't working correctly, and I never really recovered from that. So.
0: Okay. Just decided to go with the mother chip itself. Okay. All right. So, you know right now we're all, we're looking at one point versions of of these apps or less in pretty much all cases um what what are some of the features you think that are essential at this point maybe for yourself if you have a specific use case or just in general what should people be looking for
2: you know yeah <laughs> it's uh <sighs> All right, so here's look, the thing. You look we, like you're we, in pain, Jeff. <laughs> well, because it, I think that's actually a hard question to answer. Um, first, uh, we are we are in a very exciting time in the Mastodon world. I mean, you said this is all new. Well, um, yes and no. Mastodon has been around for a few years. But this explosion of uh, of client apps, that's what's new. And uh, it's great because it's like the the early days of Twitter where there are so many options and you can try so many things and figure out what it is that you like the best and then uh, then settle on whatever uh, app or web browser experience, whatever it is that works best for you. That said, the things that I think are the most important right now are finding apps that run on the platforms that you prefer and then give you an interface that you're comfortable with. And I know that sounds kind of vague, but, uh, as far as features go, generally speaking, we're, lo- we're looking at that feature parity across the board. So, uh, um, um, what really matters is find something that presents the content to you in a way that makes sense to you.
0: Okay. That's, that's pretty good advice and probably shouldn't be surprising given the variety of interfaces we saw with uh, Twitter, Twitter clients. And, And we, we keep, we keep going back to Twitter simply because Facebook is Facebook. You know, you're going to use their app or the web or, or else. And Instagram's not a lot better so Twitter was the one where a lot of experimentation was being done Eric how about you um, what what do you feel like you're seeing uh, and what would you, what do you what
1: feature set are you really looking for other than the portability so so the first time I used uh, Twitter was to go to a conference and comment back and forth between a, a group of us so I thought that in looking at clients, that was something I should repeat. So, um, I went to a garden show and I said, well, if I'm at a garden show and I see some stuff and I want to comment on it, can I, can I do that? Two months ago, the answer would have been not without losing all my hair. And I still have a little left. There's a tiny bit. So I don't want to risk it. Um, Now, yes, it is doable. Um, I think the important thing for everyone to know is you can use a web browser, stay away from all of the clients, and still accomplish everything. Mm -hmm. That's actually kind of nice. Um, The second thing for me is I don't like Mastodon's client. I found it not helpful and frustrating. That might change. Everybody's clients are changing. I think any client that has not been updated within the last six months, maybe even within the last two months, um, you probably should avoid because there are so many changes that are happening right now that uh, you want an active client. So that's kind of part of what to look for. Uh, for me, I wanted, I had a list of things. I wanted the ability to edit a post and, um, And the reason would be for, for instance, going to a conference, I could ahead of time say, well, I want to visit this vendor's booth and this other vendor's booth. And I could put the information in ahead of time. And then when I get to the booth, just edit that particular post and repost it uh, with the additional information or a picture. And it was easier than having to try and type everything while I was there. Um, I want to be able to tell that there is alt text on a picture and to be able to easily add alt text to a picture um, adding alt text to a picture is sort of a it's an important thing in the mastodon universe if you don't do it your your posts don't go anywhere and people are cranky about it um, it it makes a big difference and people comment on it so being able to do that easily I think is important with whatever client you pick. Um, I, uh, for me personally, I want to be able to easily take an, an image that I'm looking at, I want to be able to save it to my local device. Um, preferably, you know, either right click or long press or whatever within one step, just save the image. Um, Oddly enough, that seemed to be somewhat difficult. Some clients allowed it. Other clients didn't. Some clients allowed it only for certain versions of Mastodon servers. I don't know why it's so difficult, but it wasn't everywhere. Um, I want to be able to easily bookmark a post. Sometimes it was a little bit difficult to figure out how to do it uh, and to share a post. That was most of the functionality I was looking for.
0: Interesting. So it sounds like, as opposed to well, as opposed to a, a strictly social media interaction, you were almost looking at it as a tool.
2: Yes,
1: very much so. Hmm.
2: Okay, I like your list. That's that's a good <laughs> list of uh, of of features right there. Jeff,
0: any well, if it's a, if it's a good list, what would you add to it? Anything, or does that pretty much cover yours?
2: Um uh what i would add is uh cross platform meaning i can use the same app with uh, with a similar inter- interface across all the different types of devices that i use so that i can have consistency that's a very big ask today so mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's something that I'm looking at down the road. I, where we are today with, with the, um, the Mastodon clients, I don't think it's fair to expect to have the, the same app experience from the same app across all your devices because developers are having to write this stuff like today. Uh, as an example, the, uh, the public alpha of Ivory, as we're recording, dropped today. And, uh, excuse me. Public alpha for the Mac of Ivory dropped today, and uh, and so that's how early we are in the development uh, of these apps. Developers have been scrambling since uh, uh, that that uh, big keg of gasoline and lip match was tossed into uh, the Twitter dumpster, and um, they they could only work so fast.
0: Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Our sponsor, Collide, has some big news. If you're an Okta user, they can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. How? If a device isn't compliant, the user can't log into your cloud apps until they fix the problem. It's that simple. Collide patches one of the major holes in zero-trust architecture, device compliance. Without Collide, IT struggles to solve basic problems by keeping everyone's OS and browser up to date. Unsecured devices are logging into your company's apps because there's nothing there to stop them. Collide is the only device trust solution that enforces compliance as part of authentication, and it's built to work seamlessly with Okta. The moment Collide's agent detects a problem, it alerts the user and gives them instructions on how to fix it. If they don't fix the problem within a set period of time, they're blocked. Collide's method means fewer support tickets, less frustration, and most importantly, 100% fleet compliance. Visit collide.com to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K O L I D E dot com slash Mac Thanks to Collide for supporting this week's Mac Voices. I, I would agree with the cross platform. That's pretty important to me. The one other thing that I haven't heard either one of you mention, um, is I might add discoverability of people that are on Mastodon. Um, I'd like to see that streamlined just because I, I'm not necessarily, I personally am not necessarily moving from Twitter, but I'm I'm fleshing out my Mastodon presence and the, want to connect with the people that I want to connect with on Mastodon if they're there. And I think this is, I mean, this is going to be extra important in the coming months or longer as as commercial operations move toward Mastodon or ad Mastodon. Um because right now it seems like the 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 I guess the saturation of commercial operations, and I'm thinking, you know, the large companies, software developers, hardware developers, and no, all, they all pretty much have Twitter presences. Um unless they've unless they've consciously made a decision to leave. But Mastodon, not so much. Maybe just because it's sort of the wild, wild west at the moment. And the federated, the fediverse can be a little bit confusing, especially if you're not paying extra attention, like we have been for the past few months.
2: Well, for uh, companies, there's an added level of complexity in joining Mastodon because not only is there the whole thing about, well, what instance do you join? But for businesses, there's also the thing, should we have our own instance? And, uh, and businesses need to, to really look at that and decide what's going to work best for them. So my guess is that there's a lot of companies that are sitting back watching to see what happens with Mastodon. And uh, and then they're also watching a lot of the other social media platforms that have either started getting some visibility or are just spinning up now. Because, you know, it's it's already... So difficult for a company to stay on top of what they're doing on social media, um, with with the uh, the old school go tos, you know that. So that would be what Facebook, Instagram, um, um, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and now they're they're uh, well, and then throw TikTok in there, and now they're looking at Mastodon and uh, and post.news, News and uh, and what's the one that just opened up a couple days ago uh, publicly? Spout, spoutable. Uh, yeah. and anyhow, there's a ton of these things that are out there, and it's just too much. I think for uh, for businesses to to have to try and sift through today. They they need to watch for a while.
0: And and the one other thing I'll add to that is that especially with the new with the newer um options out there, they aren't built into some of the tools for posting and cross posting. And True. so, you know, as a result, you're gonna have to hire somebody just to, to post to maybe maybe you can do it with what you what was your term, Jeff? The old school social medias. Um but for the new ones, they're gonna have to, you know, do individual posts for a while until things thin out a little bit. So that can become burdensome to say the least.
2: Yeah. The the big players in social media management platforms have added Mastodon support and and that's a relatively recent thing for them. Um, But the fact that they're adding it in sounds to me like an endorsement for businesses to look at Mastodon more seriously.
0: Good point. Good point. That could be a whole nother discussion about businesses being on social media and some of the new social medias. But we're here to talk about the clients. Um, so, Eric, I'm going to ask you to start with what client or clients you have been uh, explo- exploring. exploring.
1: Can't talk. Um, okay. I have four clients. So the a web browser was one, and I picked that. Because you can use it on any of your devices. That really is the cross-platform answer right now. It's the same, mostly the same interface. Um, On a phone, you get only one column unless you turn your phone sideways, and then you can get more than one column. But effectively, it looks pretty much the same. And you can use your favorite browser, and it um, is reasonably comfortable. Um, then, uh, I picked, um, uh, ice cubes, ivory for Mastodon and toot exclamation point for Mastodon. Um, the kind of going back to my earlier criteria, I wanted to make sure that anything I selected had been recently updated. Um, Toot, I had been using for quite a while. Still not entirely sure about the name, but it is on version uh, 19.0 right now. Uh, The last update was February 8th uh, and does almost everything I would want it to do. Um, Plus, it has a really nice indication of conversations. That's one thing in Mastodon. Sometimes it's difficult to figure out. Is there more information above the post you're on or below? Where there Are there a lot of things? And it, it puts a little graphical thing up on the side saying, yep, there's like three different conversations below, and there's one thing feeding into it. So you can kind of jump back and forward and branch out to, to kind of figure out what was going on. Um, ivory for Mastodon, it just has a really nice interface. It looks good. It is really young. Um, it, it was, uh, 1.0.2 last update I had was from the 7th of February. Um, it has a, a fairly nice update. Oh, I just did another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has a fairly nice new user experience. It's fairly welcoming. Um, pretty, pretty upbeat. And that's one of the pain points of Mastodon is just how do I get started? It tries to kind of take you through that process a little bit, um, and um, kind of handhold you. And it looks good. Um, if I had really any criticism of Ivory, it's that there are lots of icons, and I haven't figured out what they all do yet.
2: Yeah, icons
1: and the functionality I was looking for, I wasn't finding. So. I liked how it looked, but it frustrated me, so I I kind of use it off and on. I expect eventually it will be a favorite client, but it hasn't quite made it there yet. Um, Toot from Astonon, kind of going back, um, the new user thing, it kind of walks you through it. It's a little rough. Um, They really haven't changed that interface much. The coloring on it, for those of us that are colorblind, is a little bit difficult to read, but does kind of help you find a server, and fill in that form to get you kind of to the next step. Um, Ice cubes, I've been really impressed with that. That uh, last update I had was from 12th of February. So version 1.4.7 was what I was looking at. They update once a day at least. They, They might update more frequently if they're able to. Um, they've got more than one developer working on it. It's an open source project, so you can actually go on GitHub and look and actually see what they're doing. Um, the, the, the new user experience is pretty basic. Um, kind of it opens up to an add an account screen, and the assumption, I think, is that you kind of know what you're supposed to do and can sort of jump in. Um, it doesn't have a video like, like toot does that kind of gives you an overview of everything Mastodon. It just kind of throws it up there and, you know, good luck. Um, once you get your account information in there, then it's actually pretty good. Um, most of the features that I wanted, uh, you know, that I wanted were there re-editing, adding alt tags, um, um, Editing, yeah, editing a post, uh, bookmarking a post, sharing a post, that was all there. Um, uh, indications of conversations. Yeah, I just pretty much it all, all was there. The only weakness I slash irritation, I guess, for me, was um, trying to save an image. It doesn't work all the time. It seems to matter which Mastodon server you're on. And I don't know what the pattern is. In a future update, maybe it will get better. It didn't seem to be there last week, and it's there this week. So like anything else, it's kind of new. Um, but uh, with the exception of, of the um, issue of saving images, I spend, I think, most of my time on Ice cubes. Um If I have to do a bunch of image saving, then I switch to Toot. Uh, Ivory, I keep going back to just because it looks good. But again, I haven't figured out what the icons are. Um, That seems to be a failing for all of the clients. There really isn't, you can't go to YouTube and say, hey, let me watch a video of what the interface is and what does it do. If you go to the company's websites, there really isn't a page that's here are all the icons and this is what they do. Um, It's, I think, just too recent. It hasn't happened yet.
0: Jeff and Eric are back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk more about their experimentation with all of the Mastodon third-party clients that are appearing and are changing on almost a daily basis. They tell us what they like, what they would like to see, and a lot more. That's next time on Mac Voices. We'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media.